done Time constraints cause the work's undone We are here to help you relax So call us and let us Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Corey, and I'm the sales executive from Volt Paxit. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to join in and listen to the Let Us Paxit podcast. Hope I'm able to add some value to your thoughts today. I think doing these podcasts are pretty fun because I can just do whatever I want, but with the purpose, obviously. One of those things that separates us from other companies is our amazing team. Now I know what you're thinking. Everybody says that you know, everybody's team is the best, and they all say good things about their team. Well, that's good. I'm glad everybody has an amazing team that they can all rely on and text at 8 or 9 p.m. about random work thoughts that you know will probably be valuable in the morning, but you don't want to forget or CC in every single email to make sure every detail in your project is being tracked and we're all on the same page. Those are great teammates to me, which is why I want to introduce you, our project manager here at Paxit, Kara Beal. Hello, Kara. Hi, Corey. Thank you for having me today. Anytime. Anytime. Glad to have you. Um, figured we'd just run through a few questions I have for you, and maybe you can help us um, kind of expand upon getting into some of the e-commerce platforms, since I know that's your specialty. But first, if you wouldn't mind maybe telling um, everybody listening a little bit about yourself, maybe where you grew up and what your background is. Yeah. My, my name is Kara, as you just said. Uh, I'm a native Mainer. I grew up in down east Maine, uh, moved to the southern Maine area probably about, oh gosh, it seems like forever ago, but maybe like six, seven years ago. Uh, I have a background in history and sociology, anthropology, and yeah. Spussing out big words now. <laughs> yeah. Got it, okay. And now I'm a project manager at a contract packaging center, so big, big change there. Big jump, my gosh, <laughs> my gosh. Uh, I always love the story. How, how did you get start started working for Volk, anyways? So yeah, about four years ago, I answered a in, uh, Indeed ad to be the executive assistant for our managing president of Volk Paxit, but the owner and CEO of Volk Packaging Corporation, uh, Derek Volk. Um, I went in for what was supposed to just be like a 30 minute interview about That's what they all hour, say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> about an hour and a half, two hours later, I was finally leaving and I get a um, text message probably like 10 minutes after I stepped outside the door from Derek asking, you know, if I wanted a job and I was incredibly excited and I, I immediately accepted. And then about 10 minutes after that, I would say, I got another text message basically being like, JK, uh, I didn't tell anyone I had hired you yet, and so I need you to actually come in for one more interview. Oh my God. Um, luckily, that second interview went well, and I was Derek's executive assistant until about about four months ago when I came over to Volk Paxit as the official project manager over here. Whew. So still within the family, which I love. <laughs> love it. No, I love it. That's I love that story. It's funny. Derek jumping the gun. Um, what made you want to do project management? I mean, that's that's it's quite the it's quite the role. And what made you want to do it and help control, you know, the whole back end flow of an entire company? I would say I my entire career um, through, you know, what I did through college, uh, my professional career now as an executive assistant has essentially been project management on a smaller scale. Uh, I think everyone can relate to a project manager position. It's literally just making sure that every step throughout the day gets completed on time and on task. 
And when bulk packs it started, and I, you know, I got to watch it grow and become what it is today. And I really, through that process, I really saw a niche that was needed, but wasn't quite there. And so I think I kind of forced myself into this position. I really didn't give anyone a chance to Shows really dedication. tell me no. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, you know, I wanted to show that I had, um, I think this is one of Derek's favorite sayings, sayings and it's one of mine now too, skin in the game. So <laughs> I just started working over at Paxit and uh, eventually, you know, my dedication and my perseverance being over uh, over here at Volk Paxit was recognized um, not only by the people over here, but everyone at Volk Packaging too. And as hard as it was to transition away from being Derek's executive assistant, because I really do love being his EA and working for Volk Packaging, you know, it was it was needed for me to be over here um, as the project manager, and I haven't I haven't looked back. No, we're, and we're glad to have you. You were you were definitely needed over here. Definitely uh, to keep me straight in line too. <laughs> um, awesome. So let's uh, let's get into one of the key areas I think you help us stay ahead in, and that's our e-commerce division. Um, especially since <clears throat> 2020, many new businesses and ex- existing brands have made e-commerce and uh, online platforms their main focus. Especially here in Maine and New England, where there's many brick-and-mortar mom-and-pop-owned businesses that have hundreds of SKUs or maybe even just a couple SKUs, e-commerce is the most efficient, streamlined form of generating profit and getting your products out the door. That is the goal, right? We all put a lot of time and research and development into the development of our company anyways, and this is what we have to do to understand our customers' needs and goals. We want to grow with you. One of the things that we recognize is working with a co-packer or someone to handle your entire e-commerce and distribution B2C operations, giving your baby over someone else to take care of is not the easiest thing to do. It can be scary to some. Setting up your Shopify or digital e-commerce platform, making sure the company you're going to work with has all the necessary tools to help navigate your platform, your website sales into a seamless transition. Kara handles most of our e-commerce integration. And Kara, I thought of a few questions, try to rack your brain with a little bit, that people might like more information about before diving into handling, handing over their selling platform to another company. So that way they have the time, room, and opportunities to grow the front end of their business while we handle the rear. Do we, uh, do we have the ability to integrate with Shopify? And how about any other platforms that companies use, like Squarespace or Zero or Zyro? We do. Um, so our shipping software allows us to integrate with most major e-commerce platforms, as you said, like Shopify, Squarespace, uh, CrateJoy is another big one that we keep seeing pop up. Um, Amazon as well, too. We can integrate with their um, platforms as well. And as you said, you know, it's, it's, it's the way people are buying now to, um, I think, I know everyone's probably sick of talking about it, but uh, I know COVID-19 really changed the way people shop now. Oh yeah. Um, so being able to integrate into anyone's platform <clears throat> is a huge emphasis for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be easily accessible for any company, uh, big or small, 
that as you said, they can come in, give us their baby, uh, their product, and <laughs> best way to, to put be able, it, right? exactly. Yeah. Yes, it is, and for us to be able to um, be able to get their product out the door to their customers. No, I definitely agree. Uh, many people that I've talked to, um, they ask about inventory management. Obviously, that's that's concerning with people that have a lot of SKUs. Um, how does Paxit handle inventory from when something comes into our doors? So when it gets put on our floor, and how does the customer know what we have at any time? So most importantly, as soon as the product comes in the door, um, we inspect it. We do a manual inventory count to cross-reference it between you know, what our customer sends us saying that that should be in for inventory for what we actually receive. And I think having that extra layer of protection and us having that due diligence to count everything ourselves and not just take what a packing slip, for example, says. Um, I think that gives our customers an extra layer of protection knowing that we are responsible and ethical vendors for our customers. Um, so that, that's what we first do. Uh, we also do have an inventory management system as well that um, when uh, customer products goes out the door, you know, like any inventory management system, it automatically deducts itself from the uh, from the inventory. If a customer is wondering what they have on hand for inventory as well, we do have um, spreadsheets. Excuse me. Um, Lack that, of a better term, right? Yeah, spreadsheets. Yeah. It's it's the best way. We do have an inventory count that we do send to our customers to uh, to alert them of you know if they're low on a product. Um, we also do have alerts set up based on our customers' needs. So, for example, if a customer wants to know when they have 10 books left, for example, uh, if we get below, if we get to 10 books or below, it automatically flags that item. It then sends an alert out to the customer, letting them know, like, hey, we need more of this book mm. to come in. Yeah, I think that that's awesome too, especially with pallets. Helps us out a lot with pallets. Yeah. <laughs> we have certain customers that have a specific sizes of pallets and you know you gotta manage to keep up with all of them and if they run too low then they're just alerted and we get more of that pallet. It Pretty helps easy. a lot with some of the smaller items too that I think people don't um, really remember or think about. For example, uh, boxes. That's a big mm. one that we we keep on track. Um, Cause you know, they, you don't see, you see your product going out every day via your uh, e-commerce platform. You see that, but you don't see the other like uh, boxes or envelopes or even uh, marketing material mm -hmm. that you put in your box to your customers. You don't see that go out the door necessarily every day. So we keep track of that inventory as well. So every customer of yours gets the same experience when unboxing your product. That's awesome. That's really cool. When um, when Paxit fulfills an order and it, it you know it ships out, how does the customer know it's shipped? So for our customers, they get a notification, or if they want one, they can get a notification saying that an item has shipped. We also have customers too that request a uh, CSV file of all the tracking numbers of their product that we've shipped and who it's shipped to and when it's shipped. Uh, for your actual customer though, for, or I guess for our customer's customers, <laughs> um, they automatically get a notification in their email that their item has shipped and that email also has a tracking number associated with it as well. So your customer can look up uh, depending on you know whatever uh, shipping vendor 
or carrier, excuse me, that they use. Okay, so they're going to see exactly what we see. I mean, they're going to know it at the same time as, they, as we know it. Exactly, yep. From, okay. the t- from the moment we print a label, they are informed that their product is en route. That's cool. Peace of mind. Um, if there was ever, God forbid, a return, how are those handled? That's really dictated by our customers. We are more than happy to take returns for our customers. Because, um, you know, things happen. Mail gets lost, an address isn't, you know, it's off by one number and it gets returned to us. So if, if our customers like, we do take returns, we will inspect those returns. If it's damaged, we will uh, take photos of it and send those photos to our customer to see how they'd like to proceed with handling that product. If the product isn't damaged and the customer, our customer wants us to put it back on the shelf, we'll return it back into inventory as well. Or we have, uh, also have worked with our customers to work with their customers to get the correct address and information that we need, and then we'll reship the product back out to their customer. Okay, gotcha. And you kind of touched upon this a little bit there, but what if someone puts the wrong ship to address for their online order? So if you know you got Joe at home and he's checking out your products on your website, places an order through your Shopify and it comes to us, but Joe put the wrong address down, what happens? We do our, so let me just actually backtrack a little bit. Our shipping software has address validation. So before we ship out any product, our um, shipping software will alert us if it doesn't recognize an address. If it doesn't recognize an address, we handle it one of two ways. Uh, We either reach out to the customer and just state like, hey, you put X, Y, and Z address down this is not coming through as a valid address, can you confirm that this is actually your physical address? Mm-hmm. Customer will normally get back to us. Um, the other thing we have actually done in a few instances, good old Google. Yep. We will Google an address to make sure it's a valid address, it pops up. Um, because one of the biggest things that we have seen is that um, someone will put the local name for an address. Um, let's like use for, for an example like 49 Kentucky Street. Mm-hmm. We'll come to find out 49 Kentucky Street is actually Route 1, Kentucky. Oh, okay. So we've had that happen in several occasions, and we'll actually go through and, you know, again, reach out to the customer, and if we don't hear back from them or, um, you know, if they're saying, no, that's the right address, we'll Google it as well and get the actual, you know, one route in Kentucky. <laughs> okay, gotcha. That's awesome. To finish, uh, to finish today's episode, do you think there's any other pressing things you want these fine listeners who may want to dip into e-commerce, you know, anything they should know about, things to think about? Yeah, I would, um, you know, getting into e-commerce is definitely not a small undertaking. And as a contract packaging company and fulfillment center, we really recognize that. And I think the biggest thing that you know, for all of our listeners out there should think about is you really want to partner with a company who cares about you and your product and will work with you to develop your site together. Um, There's a lot that goes into selling on an e-commerce platform more than just putting your product on a website. There's the packaging that you want with it. There's, you know, it's uh, something as small as like your packing slip mm. and getting your brand out there and in front of uh, front of everyone from the moment 
that it leaves the warehouse that you're associated with. So that would be probably my biggest advice is that if you're looking to move to a contract packaging and fulfillment center, um, really look at who you're working with and what they are willing to help you with. Mm -hmm. And not to kind of toot our own horn, but I feel like that's where Paxit really excels is that we're not just going to take your product in and ship it out. We're gonna work with you to develop your product, to get your product you know, off our shelves and to your consumer. Mm. We treat you like the family business. We, sorry. Family business that we are. Yeah, we treat you like, we treat you like we're, you're part of the family as we are a family business. Thank you, Corey. There you go. That's awesome. Great. Well said. Um, there's many great pieces of, of advice right there. I think there's a, there's a lot of people looking to scale their e-commerce division and they may not want to handle the back end of their business just because there's, like you mentioned, so many aspects of it. And some of what we talked about is pretty important to consider before making a decision to move forward with a company like us. Fortunately, we're very transparent, as you mentioned again, and you know we'll gladly help you find listeners understand the benefits of, of working with a contract packaging company. Um, thank you again, Kara, for taking time out of your busy day to do this. We, uh, we're actually onboarding a new customer today and we have quite a lot of people running around and getting things set up. We got some new shelving today, so um, shelving and racking actually yes, too. Yeah, very exciting stuff. So yeah, we're finally filling <laughs> Never thought racking. I would say that. <laughs> yeah, who would be excited to get some racking? Um, us, actually. <laughs> that's uh, that's all I have for today. Thanks again for joining. Check us out on YouTube at VolkPaxit, or sorry, youtube.com slash VolkPaxit and tune in in a couple weeks when we dive into a few more subjects in the contract packaging industry. I hope you all have a fantastic day and to any men or women who has served or is serving in the United States military, thank you for your service. Got a project for us? Let us pack it. <laughs>